0: When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com.
1: If you combine pajamas and rubber boots to check on the barn, we welcome you. This is the Midwest Farm Report.
2: Good morning. I'm Stephanie Hopp along with you on a Wednesday. I'll tell you what, it is so comforting to be driving into the station at around 2.30 this morning, driving by World Dairy Expo at the Lion Energy Center and seeing life. Kudos to everyone working the night shift in the barns. I know your job is to make the cows feel good, but it made me feel good too. I can't wait to get back out there again today. If you cannot make it out to the show to see the Midwest Farm Report team, we are providing coverage of World Dairy Expo in a number of ways. Online at MidwestFarmReport.com. On our podcast page, we have a World Dairy Expo tab. And of course, the Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. That's where you can catch videos. If you were keeping up with us yesterday, you saw that I had tried my hand at playing a cow handling simulator this is a video game project led by Professor Jennifer Van Oss at UW-Madison. She tells me about it.
3: So it's called Moving Cows with a double O. The moo is important in there. And it's a proof of concept that we can use a video game or a simulator to help people practice appropriate animal handling. And so we're starting with basic cow handling principles. What is the flight zone? What is the point of balance? But instead of just describing these in words, people can see the concepts and experience them in this simulated environment. And we focus on moving cows into the parlor and to and from the parlor from a freestyle pen. And so we want to show that a game could work to help people learn basic cow handling. And then we have ideas for the future about more complex scenarios where a game might be helpful.
2: The game is coming out to the public in early 2024. The full story with Professor Jennifer Vanoss is coming soon to MidwestFarmReport.com. It should be another nice day at World Dairy Expo. Cloudy skies this morning will become partly cloudy this afternoon. A slight chance of rain, highs of 78, and winds moving from 10 to 20 miles per hour. So a good breeze in there as well. Our egg meteorologist, Stu Muck, will be with us shortly for more of those forecast details.
0: Well, Munich, Germany may be concluding their Oktoberfest celebrations for the year, but we're still going strong. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Bavaria Sausage. Open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week online. BavariaSausage.com. Don't forget their Facebook page or their retail location at the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitch Road Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. Yes, they are your Oktoberfest celebration center. From looking the part with Oktoberfest plates, tableware, and tablecloths right on through to the menu you offer. Of course, it's about the old world German flavor in their bratwurst, their weistwurst, their wieners, their lanyagers, summer sausages, and liverwurst. But don't forget, there's also all of the support mechanisms for an Oktoberfest celebration. How about their dumplings, their spotzel, their gravies, their sauces? Celebrate Oktoberfest authentically. Bavaria Sausage.
2: Should foreign entities be allowed to buy farmland? Should solar projects be allowed to go up anywhere in rural Wisconsin? These are some of the questions being asked in the state capitol, and they're emerging as priorities for the Assembly Agriculture Committee. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Representative Travis Tranel chairs the Ag Committee. He tells me he's gearing up for what looks to be a busy fall legislative session. He walks me through some of the research that goes into developing a bill to address some of these controversial issues, such as foreign land ownership and solar project placement. First, he tells me that even though the 2023 Farm Bill is a federal conversation, he was glad to offer some of his two cents during the recent Farm Bill hearing in La Crosse.
4: The farmers listening to this know that they are in the middle of crafting a Farm Bill, which uh, once implemented directs ag policy at the federal level for the next five years. So very, very, very important work being done there and uh, Congressman Van Orden was able to get Chairman Thompson to La Crosse, where they had a public listening session. A lot of the Wisconsin Assembly Ag Committee was able uh, to meet with G.T. Thompson privately, and uh, we had lunch before the public hearing. And it was just really interesting to explain to him some of the unique challenges and opportunities that we have within Wisconsin, understanding that he obviously has to work with numerous stakeholders, all 50 states, et cetera, but just explaining uh, Wisconsin specifically, uh, this is what we would like to see and what would really benefit our state. And from a 50,000-foot level, uh, one of the things that we tried to drive home, let states make some of these decisions on their own because obviously everything is completely complicated and much harder to come to consensus when you're taking 50 different opinions into consideration. So as opposed to trying to thread that needle, uh, just turn some of these dollars over directly to the states and let the states make those decisions. Because as I told Congressman Thompson, I assure you that our committee within the Wisconsin Assembly Uh, knows a lot more about Wisconsin agriculture than the federal committee does. And he was very receptive to that, and uh, it was a very encouraging meeting overall.
2: Just at the state level, when it comes to you meeting with your committee, Representative, how often does the Assembly Agriculture Committee get together?
4: We have a pretty large committee. uh, For official meetings, you know, I would say we probably meet uh, every month or whenever we have official business that we either need to hear or that we need to vote on. But we are constantly talking back and forth and crafting legislation and uh, having meetings both within the Capitol and outside the Capitol, talking with stakeholders, uh, talking with ag groups, talking with lobbyists, talking with farmers and constituents. So the work is always ongoing. I think that's one of the things that the general public, uh, unfortunately, doesn't always get to see is that by the time a bill actually gets to a committee, even even the very first step in the process, which is obviously a public hearing, there has been so much work done to that piece of legislation and so much vetting that has already taken place that uh, the public hearing is really just the first official step in the process. So like right now, for example, we have two uh Separate foreign ownership of land bills within the committee, and we are uh, working with the authors and working with the stakeholders to try to figure out what parts of each bill do we like, what would be practical, uh, what are we actually uh, trying to achieve. And at first, it you know it, it seems pretty simple because I think a lot of people when they hear that people from China or the Chinese government specifically are potentially buying up uh, major agricultural assets or even farmland itself, that's concerning. So we want to make sure that we address that. But it's also much more complicated than that, because we also have partners that we work with very strategically from Canada, from the Netherlands, uh, who own uh, some processing capabilities within this state, and we want them to, because they're They are good processors. They're good employers. They're purchasing lots and lots and lots of Wisconsin uh, grown and produced commodities. And so we just have to make sure that when we introduce ideas or when we hear pieces of legislation that we've thought out all of the ins and outs and realize that what we do may affect a lot more uh, people and a lot more institutions uh, than what we want it to. And so going through that can be An extremely long and very detailed process. And so even though we aren't having a public hearing on those two pieces of legislation yet, it's our intention to uh, down the road. But the work on that bill is going on constantly.
2: So are you looking at this from more of a security standpoint? For example, land near military bases?
4: Yeah, that's certainly something that would be of a concern. Personally, you know, I'm not the author of this legislation, just the chairperson of the committee, but uh, personally I don't want to see our adversaries buying up large chunks of any Wisconsin farm ground. I think it makes a lot more sense for Wisconsin farmers to own Wisconsin ground than uh, foreign adversaries. But uh, certainly if it's around a military base, I don't think it makes a lot of sense for foreign adversaries to own any of our processing. Uh, I think it's very concerning that right now, some of the major meat processors that we have in this country are foreign-owned. Uh, I think it, there's a, a time and a place uh, for to allow foreign ownership of those interests, but I think we have to be very cognizant of it, and we should make sure that we have a large percentage of that uh, processing capability be domestically owned. Uh, So all of those scenarios need to be thoughtfully considered and taken into consideration uh, before you move any piece of legislation, because I've been around the building long enough to realize that uh, there can be a lot of unintended consequences if you move legislation too quickly. And so you're much better off to do a thorough vetting and make sure that at the end of the day, uh, before you bring something in front of the entire committee that it's a well-thought-out, well-crafted, and ready for prime time.
2: What other phone calls have come into your office that have been sticking out to you, things that you think um, your colleagues may want to prioritize?
4: Specifically when it relates to ag, uh, I think land use is going to be a huge issue moving forward, and that's going to be an issue moving forward for at least the next few sessions, if not the next few decades. And what I mean by land use, uh, there's lots of large uh, renewable energy projects uh, taking place around the state, and there's getting to be a lot of questions as to how intelligently we are thinking about where we place these projects and how many of these projects we're going to have and what the landscape of rural Wisconsin is going to look like moving forward if we continue to go down this trajectory at the current pace that we're on with the current rules and regulations that we have. And so whether or not the current rules and regulations that we have are appropriate, it's too early to say, but it is certainly something that our office is getting lots of inquiries about Obviously, not just from my constituents, but since I chair the Assembly Committee on Ag, we are hearing from people all around the state. And it is an issue that we are taking very seriously. And it is another issue that we will spend uh, a lot of time, energy, and effort to make sure that we get right.
2: Representative Travis Trannell, along with us, chair of the Assembly Agriculture Committee, with an update on what's taking priority for state lawmakers during the fall legislative session. The biggest items for agriculture developing a bill on foreign land ownership and working to find a happy medium when it comes to renewable energy projects in rural areas. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
5: Blaine's Farm & Fleet's Fall Harvest Sale is going on now with deals you don't want to miss, like a 98-gallon L-shaped mid-size transfer tank from Apex, regularly $539.99, on sale $499.99. Weather stripping from MD Building Products now 20% off. 5-gallon fuel cans from Midwest Can Company, your choice, $19.99. Keep rodents away with Tomcat Chunks Rat Bait, 4-pound pails, just $17.99. And mark your calendars for our Blaine's Farm & Fleet Ag Rewards Member Private Shop Night, October 8th from 6 to 8 p.m. Check your flyer for all the details. Have you ever had an MRI through the hospital where you're crunched inside a scary tube-like tunnel? MH Imaging in Middleton provides the spacious comfort of a completely open design MRI, the most updated concept in MRIs. It's an open MRI, open for everyone, regardless of insurance or doctor affiliation, for a fraction of the cost of a medical system. And the results are available the same day, providing you with answers you need to know now. Visit mhimaging.com.
6: Your inspiration, your custom jeweler.
1: Some of America's bravest warriors are returning home wounded. Here's one of them.
6: My name is Norberto Lara. While I was on a combat patrol, a rocket-propel grenade took my arm off at the shoulder. I was discharged from the Army, and I've been working with the wounded warrior project since 2007. You don't have to be severely wounded. A lot of guys have post-traumatic stress disorder. Being able to share your story kind of helps you wrap your mind around what did happen over there. My name is Norby, and yes, I do suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, but I'm okay.
1: Don't suffer in silence. Contact WoundedWarriorProject.org If your conversations always start with the weather Welcome to the Midwest Farm Report
2: Yes, welcome And it's time now for our Compere Financial Egg Weather Update With Egg Meteorologist Stu Muck Stu, I believe we're looking at another nice day If you're headed out to World Dairy Expo in Madison But it might be a little humid Tell me, what do we got going on?
5: Well, we still are on the warm side, Stephanie, no doubt about that, but a cool front also building in is trying to make some rain. And that chance may exist uh, midday or into the afternoon in the Madison area. If you're heading there for World Dairy Expo, let's look first at where that frontal boundary is this morning. Still out west of Minnesota, just on the western side of the state down into Nebraska and Kansas. And there are some scattered showers just starting to move into the La Crosse area right on the Mississippi and just into far southwest Wisconsin, right down through eastern parts of Iowa as well, down toward the Quad Cities. Now, That's not a major rain area. It's not going to hold together and bring inches. But as that front tries to push in, I expect we all get to see some of that rain chance already this morning, maybe lasting into the afternoon at La Crosse, maybe lasting just toward evening at Mauston, and that's about the same in eastern Wisconsin, just lasting into the evening, the chance of a scattered shower or a very isolated thunderstorm. We may talk of some rain amounts up to a couple of tenths of an inch. That should be about it. Then that front slides through. Temperatures stay a little cooler for Thursday, and then the secondary front, an arctic cold type front drops in out of the northwest and that one i expect for friday will mean some scattered showers a shower chance lasting into friday night not a whole lot of rain again a tenth of an inch or so if we see it the bigger factor is the cold air behind it And as our winds turn into the Northwest already Friday night and Saturday, a much colder air mass settles in where I expect even Friday with some rain chance to stay in the fifties will be in the low and mid fifties for highs on Saturday and Sunday, and then warming up back into the sixties already into next week, but a bit of a cooler weekend in store. How much cooler is that right now? The normal high at Madison 65, that includes then Beaver Dam, Eastern Wisconsin, 68 in the Western part. of the state around the cross, those are normal daytime highs. We'll be down to that level or a little below already by Friday and certainly lower around 10 to 13 degrees cooler than normal for the weekend ahead. So it is going to seem a little cool, a little fall like no doubt about that. There could be some frost reports in northern Wisconsin. I think for most of us, we should get by okay as we make our way through this weekend. But that cooler air does settle in for the weekend. We warm it up again next week, and it starts to dry out once again. I'll have forecast details right after this. We're
1: on Keeping Wisconsin.
2: My gosh, tank tops and shorts to start the week, and it sounds like sweatshirts and and long pants to end the week. It must be a Wisconsin fall, Stu.
5: That's got to be it. At least we don't have to talk about any snow or anything like that. There's some good news. For today, of course, our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update is for skies to become mostly cloudy. Mostly cloudy already in the west and a little light rain. The skies will cloud up and that chance of showers Crosses from west to east Wisconsin from this morning into the early afternoon. Now I expect Temps in the mid-70s, 76, 77 maybe. And southwest winds pretty strong. They increase 10 to 20, gusting to 25. Rain ending from the east late tonight. It's already ended in the west. Partly cloudy overnight. We drop to the low 50s. Southwest winds become northwest 5 to 10. Sunny Thursday, low 70s, still above normal. West winds about 5 to 10. Friday, though, skies become mostly cloudy, scattered showers develop, Late morning in the west, mid or late afternoon further east. I expect temps only in the mid-50s on Friday, with those west winds 5 to 15, gusting to 25. And by Saturday, the sunshine returns after a little Friday night rain. But Stephanie, there's the big difference. Low or mid-50s at best. 53 or 54, a lot of places on Saturday. Maybe 55 with some sun on Sunday. It will be a cooler weekend, but not bad still for when you think about October and leaves changing and feel work going on. It's just nothing that's too surprising.
2: No I, I think we can handle that. Stu it's no question that we are short on moisture so more on that rain. It would be welcome if it did come. Do you know just how much we need to be normal this fall or this month?
5: No oh, there's a loose question. Normal? Come on. Uh, it's we're, I think we're a couple of inches behind yet. I'm trying to dig that up as quick as we can. But I know we are behind quite a bit.
2: Well, and if anyone gets any, be free to text us how much you got. You can text us at 877-301 Farm 877-301-3276. Thanks so much, too. We'll catch you back here again tomorrow. That was your Compeer Financial Egg Weather Update. Compeer Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit Compeer dot com.
1: We are getting put out to pasture for today back tomorrow morning this is the midwest farm report I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder pain, my face pops up. (laughs) But you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life. Call QC Kinetics. 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. 608. 319 1750. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A Skincare Minute with Skincare Expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at Prairie.com.
3: Everyone dreams of that one special day. I'm not talking about a wedding day, a push present, or a big anniversary. I'm talking about a special day made just for you. Maybe you paid off the mortgage, finished a marathon, left the dork who couldn't see you for the amazing person you are. It's different for everyone, but it's a day that needs celebrating. With a custom piece to bring a Mona Lisa smile to your face.
1: William
6: Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler.
2: Chris Collini with a dirty little secret.
8: Growing up, we were encouraged to track mud in the house. After all, dirt has been our family business for generations. Today, we rely on more than our boots to transport our nutrient-rich soils. We have bigger trucks and better equipment if you need it delivered. Or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant.
2: Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. You know
1: when you've really made it? When you finally have your own place and you can decorate it the way you want. Your Aunt Betty used to sleep on that old couch. It's time to turn drab into fab with lazy luxury from Lazy Boy Furnishings and Decor chair it belonged to the dog time to start styling
7: lazy decorators love lazy boy lazy boy home furnishings and decor madison east springs drive near east town mall
8: suite of metal roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore
0: there's no curling it won't blow off and you won't find granules in your gutters
8: it's one and done
3: it is the last roof you'll ever need i'm mike and Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweeta metal roof.
8: SWITA Metal Roofing.com
1: Sweeta Metal
9: Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors.
10: I'm Mike Yenser at WiseWay Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Econom Walk.
9: See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you.
10: Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com.
1: You're worth so much more. Have you ever had the choice to accumulate wealth or go into debt? Let's play would you rather. Would you rather have $190,000 in total compensation or be $29,000 in debt? That's the choice between paying for a bachelor's degree that might not even land you a job or an apprenticeship with Lyuna that will lead to job security, a pension, stability, and a lifetime of great wages. You're worth so much more. Go to join to learn how to accumulate wealth instead of debt.
7: Speaking of content and clicks, this is something that you know you don't want really want to build a story on, but it is what it is. Brandon Woodruff is hurt. An emotional press conference yesterday, dude. I, I even teared up listening to it. How was it there in person to see uh, Brandon Woodruff kind of go through the the emotion of? Uh, I think he's done for the playoffs. I don't know.
6: Yeah, it's weird. That's the story that I've got coming out later today at, at, at Forbes.com. Is you know this is a game. Brandon Woodruff is, is like the quintessential guy for this like era of Brewers baseball. He's always he's always in a good mood. He's always laid back. He goes with the flow. Even this year when he got injured, you know he's like, yeah, this stinks, but we're going to be all right. But like yesterday was just too much. Like this, he wants to play. He wants to be with his guys. He wants to pitch. And like you could tell, like the the severity of the moment was weighing on him. When he broke down, you know, this is a guy that doesn't doesn't flash emotion. And uh, it it was tough to see because there are very few good guys like that, not just in baseball, but sports in general. And he is definitely one of them. And and it obviously it stinks for the Brewers, but, I mean, it just stinks for him because if you get to know the guy, you know he's a really good dude. And he he wears his heart in his sleeve. He's as genuine as it gets. And and it just stinks to see things happen to guys like
7: that. So, uh, Andrew, I'll I'll let Rowdy bounce this off. You see what you think. What uh, Rowdy happens in place of uh, Brandon Woodruff then?
8: I'm thinking you go with Wade Miley in game two and you save Freddie for potentially game one or game three. Cause I'm thinking I was talking with Ebo earlier today. If game one was ever a must win, it's now a must win tonight. You have your ACE and Corbin Burns going against Brandon fought, who is not an afterthought as he's kind of just a guy that they're hoping to give him, you know, five innings and we'll see where it goes.
6: Yeah, and I agree with you there. I mean, common sense says you just go, you throw Freddie game two, but obviously it doesn't work that way. You do need – got to win game one now. It is a completely different thing in a three-game series. And if you can get out of game two without having to use Freddie, uh, then you're in great shape moving forward. This really does throw up uh, a kink in your pitching plan moving forward. You can get through a three-game series without Brandon Woodruff. It gets harder – in a five and a seven game series. So, yeah, I, I think you absolutely have to sit and, and hold off on Freddie for, you know, a must win in game three or hopefully to get the thing started against the Dodgers.
7: How are we feeling tonight with uh, Corbin Burns on the bump? He went one and one uh, in the season against the Diamondbacks. His first start was really good. What, eight innings, three hits, and the second start he got blown out of the water in the first inning. How are we feeling about uh, Burnsy on the mound tonight?
6: I mean, they're, the, the, the Diamondbacks are a different team. Uh, than they were the first time Burns saw him, as, as the numbers indicate. If it's still, I mean, you gotta, you gotta like what you're gonna get. You know what you're gonna get when Corbin Burns goes out there, even if the numbers from that last time out don't reflect it. I mean, he's easily one of the best pitchers in all of, uh, all of baseball. Uh, there's a reason to be the game hand starter. I think, I think you're gonna get the usual Corbin Burns, you know, six, seven innings, whole boatload of strikeouts. Uh, I mean, that's the hope. If the Diamondbacks suddenly catch fire uh, and, and taking advantage on some early mistakes before he settles in, then it's a bit of a different story. But I think, I think Corbin's the guy that can rise to the occasion in a situation like this.
7: Now, doesn't he want he's to? Never, get, he's never shown that he can't be. That, doesn't he want that, to get paid elsewhere too? He so shouldn't be like, hey, check me on the playoffs? Exactly.
6: Yeah, you know, this is kind of his time to shine. You right? know, you, you want to make that money. It's your time to shine.
7: Uh, Rowdy made a playoff roster yesterday, and there was one move on there that we've already alluded to, and uh, people raised an eyebrow at Rowdy. You want to bounce it off of uh, Andrew Wagner about that one name? Was I on it? Did I make the roster? You just missed
8: the cut. Sorry, Bud. Uh,
7: but you might up. be as good, you
8: might be as good as this guy pitching. I mean, at this point, when you started going down the line, I'm like, man, Andrew Chafin, he got lit up most of the time. But he did put a few together down the stretch where they were scoreless innings, and you start going through the roster now with that Woody injury. I think he was already firmly on the roster moving forward without the, the Woodruff injury. Now with it, I think he's firmly in there.
6: I I gotta agree with you. I mean, the numbers have not been overly impressive since he came over on the train back. They've been at times outright horrible. Um, but he's also been tested. He's also pitched in big situations. He's also a lot of innings and I think a guy like that can be valuable in this situation maybe he's deployed a little bit differently um, especially if he goes into you know a bullpen mode in game two uh, where they gotta go by committee and just throw a bunch of arms out there. I could t- totally see that working.
8: Andrew, do you know the injury status of Elvis Piguero? Being with you makes us happy as pigs in mud. This is the Midwest
1: Farm Report.
2: Welcome back. I'm Stephanie Hoff along with you on a Wednesday. World Dairy Expo is underway at the Alliance Energy Center in Madison. And it's got our full attention this week as our whole team is out there covering stories. The show is featuring a lot of innovation, research, technology happening in the dairy industry. But you can work up an appetite in between all of that learning. Charity Seabekker brings us a story from a very popular booth at World Dairy Expo the ice cream stand.
11: I'm here with Sue Begg, the marketing and communications manager of GIA Technologies, and she takes on the planning of the World Dairy Expo ice cream booth. She explains the ins and outs of just what that takes. But first, she explains just how many dishes of ice cream that they sell each year.
9: Typically, it's around 17,000. That's when the show was for five days. Um, Now that we went gone down to four days, Uh, last year was about 13,000. So we're expecting that or more. You are kind of
11: right by where the heat is coming in through the windows. How does that affect you managing the ice cream to make sure it's not melting?
9: Yeah, uh, it's hard to manage when you have the the sun coming in through windows. So the morning sun, you know, we have to kind of monitor that and uh, kind of slow down in the scooping. But then we get some flavors that are really, you know, dense, and then by the end of the day, it's it's hard to scoop. So <laughs> it's a fluctuation. How long does it take to plan for an event of
11: such this big scale? Can you take me through that process of what it's like for you? Yes,
9: I start in April. Um, I contact uh, Cedar Crest Ice Cream and also the Egg Teachers Association of Dane County uh, to make sure that they're on board. Uh, so those are the two must-haves, because um, since we have the uh, FFA student scoopers, so we cannot do this event without them. Uh, so we plan, you know, confirm the vendor, and then I go through and I, you know, order any um, updates of any materials. And then also, we pre-sale the vendor ice cream tickets. pre-sale this year about 7,000 vendor ice cream tickets, so that pre-order, we do customized tickets for the vendors, um, that place orders. So um, we're always excited to have that as a plus um, along with the cash sales. So can you take me through now
11: just how many cups or spoons, the tubs of ice cream, take me through that quantity of everything that you really have to prepare for?
9: Yeah, I usually place the order for the cups. Um, We ordered about 15,000 cups this year. Um, We always have a little bit of a cushion and Cedar Crest as a backup. Uh, So we design the cups in-house, get the vendor and so we can have delivery by August uh, to our Galesville facility and that's where we do the trucking from. And then the spoons, we get some Cedar Crest also, so they're kind enough to just load the boxes on the truck. Um, so I always have a little cushion, you know, a thousand to two cushion, but Cedar Crest is always so nice to, um, you know, if I need extra cups or so, then they'll they'll bring it out that, you know, prior to the last day. I do 35 uh, tubs of ice cream per flavor, so we have three flavors per day. So you mentioned where you're getting the ingredients from, but why that? Why are you working with Cedar Crest? Cedar Crest has been such a good partnership. Um, They provide the freezer truck and that they park outside. So they deliver it on Monday um, before the show. And we definitely can't do uh, that without them. We have two small freezers inside the booth, but do about six to eight runs to replenish ice cream uh, each and every day. So without that freezer truck, and they just have been, you know, very generous with um, being able to, you know, we return the ice cream that is unopened. So it's nice to get that credit. But they've always been a strong local partnership. Um, here in Wisconsin. How important is it for you to be able to kind of support a Wisconsin business? You know, Wisconsin is uh, all about ag and just the the amount of dairies here. Gia, you know, we we have a lot of dealerships in the Wisconsin area and the Midwest area, nationally um, and globally, but we, you know, a lot of the dairies here in Wisconsin, um, we hope that a lot of these FFA students um, hopefully milk at some of these dairies and just can continue the the pursuit of ag careers. I know Gia has been doing this for, I think, 19 years now so over the years just how much have you been able to give back what and where is that going we have uh, donated almost $200,000 over the 19 years to the Dane County Egg Teachers Association, and they purchase materials um, to use at community events um, about ag education. They purchase uh, the cow, the milking cow, a trailer that they pull all the materials uh, to these events. Uh, they also sponsorship FFA students to go to seminars, and uh, it's just all about community involvement and education. That was
11: Sue Beg, the marketing and communication Manager of Gia Technologies. Be sure to stop by their ice cream stand and the exhibition hall during your visit to World Dairy Expo, happening now through Friday, October 6th. From the Midwest Farm Report, reporting live at World Dairy Expo, I'm Charity Seebecker.
2: Thank you, Charity. I pulled up the World Dairy Expo app right now. The ice cream flavors for today are cookies and cream, Mackinac Island fudge, and praline pecan. I'll have to pay them a visit. Stick around for your commodity markets coming up next.
8: This year, Dairyland Seed is introducing our best corn of all time. Again. That sound you just heard? That's the sound of a full lineup of top-performing hybrids bringing the yield like never before. It's the sound of even stronger traits bred specifically to boost corn bushels per acre in your soil. And it's the sound of workhorse corn seed proven to outperform yet again in independent head-to-head trials. See the latest corn performance data at showmethecornyield.com. That's
5: showmethecornyield.com. No matter how many acres you farm or how much livestock you raise, if you're a farmer, it's your focus every day. At Compure Financial, agriculture is our focus too. That's why so many farmers choose to partner with us. Because we're ready with fast service, flexible financing, and the local expertise farmers need. Learn more at Compure.com or give us a call at 844-426-6733 your Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2022, all rights reserved.
11: Whether it's finally getting that blue ribbon or enjoying too many carnival rides, we all have memories of the fair. Here's your chance to share those stories in our Everybody Has a Fair Story contest. The Midwest Farm Report is teaming up with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs as they celebrate 100 years of fairs to share the fair story. Entries are being accepted all summer long, and there are cash prizes. To enter and see full contest details, visit MidwestFarmReport.com.
2: The low Mississippi River levels have the potential to take a toll on the soybean market. This time of year is the export window for soybeans that often results in a price push. We are seeing a lift today. But market advisor John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend says the low water levels in the Mississippi River are throwing a wrench in those plants.
5: The Mississippi River is at a very, very low stage, and they're running already barge restrictions in terms of the amount of bushels they can carry on those vessels. That's sending freight costs, throwing the cost of the energy costs that we've seen kick in here too, and that's coming back to the producer as basis. I had not had one producer you even talked to me yesterday that is soybean basis 30 cents a bushel over the weekend because right now this market is telling us we don't want your soybeans in the front end here and that's why you're seeing the market trade the way it is just because that inability to get that product moved down the river and that's just coming into play in the cash market here for soybeans
2: he says it's not as big of an issue for corn yet but as grain shipments back up it'll become more of a problem let's take a look at our commodity markets as we kick off a wednesday from Chicago, December corn is up a penny and a half at 4.89. November soybeans up 11 and a quarter cents at 12.84. Meanwhile, cash wheat is down two cents at 5.66 and a half. And July 2024 new crop wheat is also down two cents at 6.30 and three quarters. Taking a look at fluid milk, the November Class three milk contract is down 10 cents, trading at 17.23 a hundredweight. December milk is up 8 cents at $17.56, a hundredweight. On the close yesterday, both the barrel and 40-pound black cheese prices were unchanged from the day before. Barrel cheese closed at fifty-four and a quarter. The 40-pound black cheese closed at $1.72. That price hasn't changed since Friday. On the butter side, AA butter went up 8 cents, closing at $3.42. Hey, stick around. The fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke, joins us next with news from what's happening in the field. It's Wiffles Wednesday.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
8: Hi, it's Preston from Window World. And although I'd love to talk your ear off about windows, today's all about doors. Your front door can say a lot about you window world specializes in turning a bland entrance into a grand entrance we have top quality products a variety of paint and stain options and certified factory trained installers it's a no-brainer visit us at windowworldmadison.com
7: goodman's jewelers has been providing a sparkle to madison since 1933 that's a lot of great memories john hayes for goodman's jewelers We've been caring for generations of customers, and during that time, our strengths have been trust, service, and selection. Those traits are who we are, and that will never change. Goodman's Jewelers, a destination worth reaching. 220 State Street, Goodman'sJewelers.com.
1: The best is at Goodman's.
7: At Tom's Auto Center, we like to say we're the getter fixed, getter done, to get you
5: going, guys. Because we're one of the largest independent auto shops in the area. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. With 12 bays and a lively group of highly skilled mechanics, we're able to do just that. TomsAutoCenter.com
1: Tom's Auto Center get her to get her fixed, get her done To get you
8: going, guys Off Highway 51 in McFarland A stone's throw from McDonald's
1: Legacy Exteriors Just pick up the phone let us leave a legacy on your home roofing windows gutters siding and decks can legacy do it you bet better prices better warranties legacy always it makes it easy go to legacy-exteriors.com legacy exteriors just pick up the phone and let us leave a legacy on your home hang on to your tractors here's another update this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
0: It's a Whiffles Wednesday. Time for a harvest update brought to you courtesy of our friends at Whiffles Hybrids. Don't forget, you can find an area dealer and more about uh, some of the products that they offer you online at whiffles.com. That's W Y F F E L S. Dot .com joining us this morning to keep us up to date on the harvest Steve quaddy is a district sales manager that covers Walworth and Rock counties and I I said to Steve I almost I was grimacing a little bit at having this conversation with you Steve Walworth and Rock counties two of the driest counties in the state but you say if you look at the corn it doesn't really show it so much huh
10: Yep that's right Pam um I don't know how we do it, uh, whether it's the genetics or or everything we're putting into the crop now, but uh, we just, to a person you talk to, it's just we're all amazed at the, the amount of grain and the crop that we have out there. 20, uh, twenty, thirty years ago, it just it probably would have been a disaster.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, and you guys have not <laughs> you have not struck it lucky for a couple years. I remember at least the last two Rock and Walworth County are making headlines for all the wrong reasons when it comes to drought.
10: right. And that uh, you know, we have locations that are eight to ten inches behind normal rainfall. Um, but i I don't think. Our yields are going to be that far off. Um, If I use silage yields and sweet corn yields, um, those are two good indicators as to what our corn crop will be, and I think we're going to be okay again. So, knock on wood, we got rain. We had enough rain at the right time uh, to to produce a a crop this year.
0: Now, let me just ask you, as a guy that's walking the fields and taking a look, anything though that that plant is telling us uh stock quality, ear attachment, tip fill, anything like that that your trained eye is going to be paying attention to, Steve?
10: Yeah, um so when you do put a corn plant through as much stress as we have this year, um, it's going to do everything it can to produce an ear and to produce grain. You know, and the old saying is you never give up on the crop until the crop gives up on you. And it never really did this year. It got right to the breaking point, but then then we'd catch a rain or we'd catch some cooler weather. And um, but it put all of its energy and all of its resources into that year. It's got to come from somewhere. It's usually the stalks, usually the roots. Um, so now we're getting rain. So now we could start uh, to see some stalks breaking down and and the plant kind of cannibalizing itself uh, because it just put everything it had into producing that ear. So I know if if we're going to be stuck in a wet pattern now, uh, it's going to be a challenge, but you want to make sure you get those crops out timely. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and monitor. Like you said, every field going to be different depending on uh, what rain it did or did not get. Steve Quaddy, along yep. with us, he's District Sales Manager for Whiffles Hybrids in the very valuable Rock and Walworth counties. So, you know, you made a point earlier, and I think that we have to slow down and, and really focus in on that. The genetics that we're using today, the volume of crop that we can get off even in a stressful year, really go to the corn breeding program at Wiffles. And for 2024, you guys continue to take field information you've gathered and take it into the next generation. What are you really happy with so far this year, Steve? And what are you kind of training people's eyes on for next year?
10: Yes, uh, boy, that was a great uh, uh, summary of what we have doing. And Wiffles is unique. as We're a a family-owned, independent company, but... We have a full breeding staff, uh, and and those fellas and, and gals are really just kicking out some incredible products. Uh, this year, we have ten new products: uh, one conventional, five above-ground protection hybrids, and four below-ground protection hybrids. And they you know every year we're bringing two to three percent more yield. Um, over the um, previous uh, existing products that we have. Um, So in the last two years, uh, Wiffles has released 18 new products for uh, the southern Wisconsin area. You know, that's not including our other areas. So um, last year we had uh, kind of some big hitters with 3576 and 3579. Uh, This year... W twenty five ninety five and thirty two eighty six are two above ground uh, protection hybrids that look really good and are going to fill a lot of areas because they're a hundred and hundred and three day hybrids. Mm-hmm. Above and below ground protection for our Smart Stack uh, and Smart Stack Pro type hybrids. Twenty six twenty nine is a new hundred day and 3309 is a new 103-day. Those are just four of the 10 new products that we have, but those really seem to be standing out and looking at them in plots and comparisons. Um, But, you know, to have 18 new hybrids to look at uh, is a lot, you know, in a condensed area like this. But Pam, you know what southern Wisconsin or the whole state of Wisconsin's like. There isn't two fields alike uh in an area. So uh you really need options and we're really providing those uh through these new products.
0: Steve Quatti, along with us, District Sales Manager for Wiffles Hybrids Rock and Walworth County. And to your point, Steve, you know, every year, whether we like it or not, we learn something. So with that kind of outstanding portfolio lineup, a farmer that's getting ready to start combining now can keep pretty good field notes on what he thinks that particular field will need next year, right?
10: Absolutely. You know, And we, um, you know, soil texture um, is it toward the, you know, the lighter soils, is it heavier soils? I mean, in Wisconsin, uh, I joke with my counterparts in Illinois and Iowa that, you know, we'll have seven different soil types in one field. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they don't have that in one county. That's true. So, uh, but uh, to be able to have hybrids that go across all those acres is really important to us. And, uh, you know, these new traits are doing a lot for us as well. Um, the new SmartStack Pro is a, it's a second year trait um, for above and below ground protection. Um, five different proteins in it that control six different pests, and that's important. Uh, you know, as we get more and more cover crops, uh, we pick up protection against black cutworm and an army worm that may come uh, as a concern with some of these cover crops, uh, and then. Above ground only protection the new uh, tricepta trait you know that's two different proteins and that's going to control six pests as well um, So you know those are things that to take into consideration as as well, especially um, as we introduce more and more cover crops all the time
0: yeah. Yeah, that is a trend that is definitely not uh, changing anytime soon. Steve Quaddy, along with us, District Sales Manager for Whiffles Hybrid. Like he said, you cannot afford to miss a piece of technology when you're up against Mother Nature like his folks were in Wa- uh, Rock and Walworth counties. You want to find good guys like Steve or any of your area Whiffles representatives? Best place to start and learn a little bit more about all of those hybrids they're rolling out in 2024.